Welcome to the Build a Purposeful, Profitable Business Doing What You Absolutely Love podcast, hosted weekly by me, Anne Stav, your work from anywhere coach, professional copywriter, published author, and business owner of 20 years. In every episode, I will deliver useful insights to help you find your voice, position your value, demystify the marketing tech, and run your business on your terms. So come on in. Okay, welcome to this week's episode, and I'm really excited today to have my guest, Ken Stearns, on today. Ken, welcome. Good morning, Angie. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so we're understanding that um, the sun is yet to rise where you are, but by the time we finish this podcast, it'll be broad daylight. So we, we'll watch for the sun rising <laughs> as you're talking. We're early birding this this show. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, Ken, can you just introduce yourself to everyone and just um, just explain what you're about? Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm a I'm a U.S. citizen. I was born in the U.S. in Chicago and uh, ended up uh, in Los Angeles after school. And um, I had this kind of freaky insurance uh, vertical sales experience, Angie. And uh, I answered the call, this advertisement to end up in Asia. Mm -hmm. selling insurance, building insurance uh, for companies. And maybe like yourself, not quite sure how you ended up in Asia, but I answered that call for a couple of years to come for a couple of year contract. And uh, I found myself still there 20 years later. That's uh, my story. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 20 years later, I was like, I, I got to get back. I have something to do. So I, I was, I was really trying to, to find what I was going to do for the rest of my life. You know, when I grew up, what am I going to do? When you grow up, what are you going to do? And I had a lot of different things all happening at the same time to try to, 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 to get something to happen, to show me where to go. I didn't want to sign that last contract with, with corporate, right. I was kind of done with corporate and really uh, tough. I had a tough, tough business. It was a tough business, a great business, the insurance business, uh, but you know, mentally tough. And I, and I wanted to find something to do, for myself, do something for the next, my third act. What Love am I going to do in my third act? And right. I was writing a book. I was playing guitar. I was trying to become a speech, uh, a speaker. And somehow I kind of ended up with this crazy idea to do a podcast and to do a, mm -hmm. a different format uh, than a lot of podcasts. I was going to do it in person, but also I was going to do it in people's homes and right. travel to different cities. So I came up with an idea called the jar podcast and it's, I've got, I created from the book I wrote, I created 444 questions. Right. And we cram them into this jar and I'm driving around the country to 111 cities ultimately and interviewing uh, 444 people. Hold, and hang on. <clears throat> Happens to be. <laughs> oh, this is the jar. Wonderful. And I do have the jar, so you can. That's what okay. a guest. That's what a guest sees for an hour and a half. Is this this intimidating <laughs> jar full of questions? Okay, so for those and, listening, Ken's just shown this great big huge glass jar full of four hundred and forty four questions, right? <laughs> and and that's what I'm doing right now. I'm I'm on about halfway through. I've done about two hundred interviews uh, since mm. April, and mm. I've been to sixty cities. I'm just having a blast meeting people and, and hearing 
hearing their stories, remarkable stories. That is wonderful. So that's a great excuse to travel. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful, wonderful way to do it. So this whole idea of working from anywhere, right, is what you're basically doing now. You've just got that freedom lifestyle where you're you're not based in one place. You're just traveling around. I'm traveling around. Um, It's a fantastic. Yeah, it it's fantastic, and also you know also. I think mind-boggling too. I'm changing hotels every four days. I don't right. have a, I don't have a home. Right. Everything I need, uh, not everything I own or want, but everything I need is in a couple of suitcases and my van. I have this jag. Of course, I've got a jagnormous van. Right. Uh, I don't I don't sleep in the van because uh, <laughs> that would just be madness. I, I couldn't. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that good. I'm not that much of a maniac. Um, okay. But I use it for it's for marketing and and carry everything around. Fantastic. So I'm interested in knowing just for the first part of of, uh, your story here is obviously you worked in corporate. You worked in corporate in insurance Mm. for a long, long time. Right. And now you've recently made this transition over to this completely different lifestyle. So um, just let us know what was that like? How did you do it? How did you feel? Yeah. How did, you know, for anyone listening that's thinking of leaving the nine to five and, and starting something new and, you know, wanting that freedom to work from anywhere, what, what yeah. would you advise and what happened to you? Yeah. So it's, I think mine was, um, it was a long journey. I was, I was really focused on solving the puzzle of what I wanted to do for a longer period of time. Mm. So what, you know, what can I do till I'm 80? So I think, you know, because I want to find I, w- I think I want to be an active person. I don't want to just sit at home. And, and I had a job where I needed to be doing that work. So how can I repurpose my life experience and everything to something I can do for a longer period of time? You know, you can do right. when, you're old, when you're older and you don't need a corporate maybe. Um, so I was pretty intentional. I, there was a lot of thought going into what what experience or skills I thought I had. And I think for anybody listening, you've got a passion mm-hmm. and, and, you know, if you, if you found your, if you're lucky enough to have found your passion, right. I think that's the best alignment is to find some way, mm-hmm. you know, what is that career in your, in your, the area of your passion, what really wakes you up and gets you excited. What is that? And mm-hmm. what, what work is involved in there and can you monetize it? And then being very intentional about doing things, Maybe not directly, because I, I wanted to be a public speaker, but I was, you know, I wrote, so I wrote a book, but I wasn't sure where it would lead, honestly. I, right. I, I knew that was one of the things I needed to do, just write a book. Right. <laughs> and, and what was the book about? Uh, so the book was called Dear, it's called Dear God, and it's letters, it's letters to God about heavy life topics. Right. Um, so it's not a, it wasn't a religious book. It, mm-hmm. it was more my own spiritual kind of conflagation. I don't know if that's the right word or not, but it's all these things, all my spiritual experience coming together and being 50 something uh, right. and, and being raised, you know, Catholic, but right. being exposed to, you know, the Muslim faith, living in Indonesia, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thailand, living, you know, being exposed to Buddhism, living in India, being exposed to Hinduism. So I, you know, I believed in everything and nothing spiritually, yeah. you know, I didn't yeah. know what to, I was so confused. So I wrote all these letters and um, they're just 12 topics. 
So it's right. it's it's kind of this inner part. The inner circle is yourself, and that's mm-hmm. your yesterdays, your todays, your tomorrows. Mm-hmm. I call it the battlefield of your mind. Okay. Nice. And then, <laughs> and then the outer, the next circle out is between two people. Okay. And, and this was I call this the book of others, and mm-hmm. and that's about um, acceptance, forgiveness, and compassion. Mm-hmm. Really good skills, interpersonal skills. You know, something mm-hmm. I think you know we could all benefit by carrying around. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the book of all, kind of one more circle out, um, was. Um, is uh let's see if i can remember it it's karma service and love okay so great thing for humanity this is kind of the next next, it's a humanity level and then the the last one was the book of you and that was kind of a you know the the creator or or intelligent design um if you believe in that then Mm. then there's that third this fourth part which Mm. is faith you know hope and and mindfulness and mm-hmm. how we look at life. Um, so it was a book about that. And I turned that book, the, the letters, into the questions. Okay. All right. So some unintentional. And so I think for listeners, if you're, you know, you're contemplating what you want to do, most of us have an idea of what we'd like to do. And mm-hmm. it's the idea, I think what we'd benefit is doing more than one thing in the same area. Like, so I call it, you mm-hmm. know, kind of in their own lane, but they're mm-hmm. relatively in the same direction. <clears throat> yeah so if yeah. it's creative you want to go on a creative to gel together somehow right it's gonna be a link. and somehow yeah. the ones that are supposed to link up will, will link up for you yeah and yeah. the other ones will just kind of you know they'll just fade away right um, and, and so i was very very lucky that a few th- accidental th- and, and say, i'd say accidental but intentional things came together mm. Okay. And I think that's the, the best advice is you, you have to, we talked about that earlier. You yeah. have to be very intentional. Right. Okay. So you need to, a, yeah, a plan, kind of know a little bit where you're going and what you want to achieve with it. Yeah. But I was just one, just as you were speaking there, just a question that just came to mind was like you, you mentioned that the 444 questions came from the book. Mm. So the book you wrote yourself based on your own personal experiences. Yes. Right. Well, doing your whole life. Right. Yeah. And then you start asking these questions in your podcast to other people. Yes. Um, what's that been like in terms of getting information back from them? And has it been enlightening? Has it been mm. uh, have they had similar experiences? Has it been completely different? Has it opened your mind to other things? Yeah. A, a few things have happened. <clears throat> the the one of the most surprising um, initially for me was I had, of course, I wrote the questions and I had a very specific place I was sitting writing the question mm-hmm. mentally, you know, mentally mm-hmm. I was writing it from a certain place. And the part that surprised me was people had their own interpretation of the question. Now, yes. I can understand they'd have their own answer. Right. If we all had the same question and understood the question to be the same thing, we'd all have different answers. I, I understood that. But what happened was people had their own interpretation before we even got to the, to the part where they would based on their experience, they already changed it. And I was was like, Oh my God. You're like, this is crazy. There's a million questions in here. Yeah. Interesting. It's kind of like songs, right? When, People listen to songs, they put their own interpretation on them. It might not, it might be completely different from what the songwriter intended, right? 
Very, very much so. So, so that's been interesting. Mm. And one of the, I'd say a bit of the magic of the show that I also didn't appreciate mm. the structure was the ability for people to tell their story mm. through the interaction with the jar. Mm. So it's a very interesting outcome is as they pull these, cause these are life questions right. about acceptance, mm. forgiveness, compassion, love, and of course, this, this brings out their life story comes out. Right. And so even though we're not doing a traditional kind of a tell me your life story and it kind of some kind of sequential order and it's it's mm. it comes through in these kind of snippet stories uh, right. and very powerful, quite often very powerful parts of the life. Nice. Is out. nice. So we'll, we'll give listeners a link to your podcast, I think, afterwards. So I'm very intrigued to to, to listen to that as well it's a lot of fun yeah um okay so then just um going back to okay again if the listeners are are wondering should i take this leap right yes do it do it (laughs) (laughs) i agree wholeheartedly for obvious reasons but why why should they do it what's what's the reason for you um i think it is that the the one we we all repeat you know over and over which is um the, the first one, which is you'll regret if you never did it, right? Yeah. You're going to regret it. Um, yeah. But I think put that aside because that's a negative kind of a incentive. It's a negative incentive. Yeah. Right. It's a negative incentive. If you don't, mm-hmm. you know, this, this, you'll regret it. And, and I don't mm-hmm. think that's the right approach. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's because I, I'm happy I did it because it's changed who I am. It's allowed, mm-hmm. it's allowed me to become who I am, who I'm supposed to be. Nice. I love that. It's, yes. allowed me to, it's allowed me to really become who I, I am um, and grow in that lane. Okay. Is that, so it's no, you, know, you yeah. can take the mask off in a way. and Yeah, I can, you can yeah. take the mask. Right. Yeah. You don't have, you can take the mask off. You can put on your own hat. Yeah. And you don't have to wear the corporate hat. You don't have to drink the Kool-Aid because, you All know, right. you have to drink the Kool-Aid to go to work because you got to get excited mm-hmm. about the company and the mission and the vision and we're changing the world. Um, and you have to drink that Kool-Aid. I totally appreciate it. I drank that Kool-Aid. I mixed it. I, I pulled it out of the pack. I stirred it up with water. I passed it around the glasses. <laughs> we all drank it. It was great. And you need to do that because right. you're in a job and it's hard and, and you got to get up. You got to get motivated to go to work. And, and you, do, you are in a lot of cases doing mm-hmm. good things. Mm. You know, you are a lot in a lot of cases doing good things. The, you know, mm. you're drinking the Kool-Aid, but it's a good Kool-Aid and it's a truthful mm. Kool-Aid. That's mm. okay. Um, at some point you have to do something for yourself mm. and you have to take care of yourself because otherwise that will eat away, eat away yes. at you. And you, you know, you can, and the opportunity to become who you are and to find yourself yeah. through, through being on your own in this life. There's nothing like it. This is the best way to go. Angie, but I'm, I'm, you know, I don't want to say I hate myself for waiting these number of years. I did it when the time was right for me. Yeah. And you only can, right? You can only do what's right for you. You can only do what's right. And look, I did it at 60. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're listening and you're 40, you don't have to leave tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) You can plan. plan. Right. You can plan and you can, you know, the great part today, you, you can start a podcast tonight for free. For free. The technology is there, right? All right. So you can, you can do anything you want to do. Uh, and these days, it's a great time to be alive. You can test all of it. You can test all of it. I had this, I'm, you know, the 
talking about taking care of yourself and doing something, you know, maybe that's also partly people don't do it because they're taking care mm. of other people and not putting mm-hmm. themselves first. Right. I, I was a young starving insurance guy. I might not even have been insurance. I was, I was just in, in my insurance job and I was in LA broke mm. as hell, just bought a house. I had no money. I went to buy a barbecue in the heart, in the heart of the, in the heart of the city, the Southern part of the city. And uh, there was this this black gentleman that had set up a barbecue sales place at his house, in mm-hmm. his backyard, and he okay. was using oil drums, these old oil drums. And he'd take an oil drum and he'd saw it in half and he'd put a hinge on it and a grill and oh. he was selling them. Okay. And recycled. Uh, <laughs> it was re- early. He was early recycler. He was very green. Yeah. He was very green. And and I went there and I was going to buy barbecues forty dollars. Mm-hmm. And then he had another one with wheels and the wheels. Okay. Were, and I said, Oh, how much are those? It's $20. I said, Oh man, I read the wheels. I probably need the wheels. He said, he said, son, you know, you know, you got $20. You're going to go home and you're going to put $10 of gas in the tank. And you're going to go home and your daughter's going to ask you for $5. Your wife's going to ask you for $5 and you ain't, you ain't going to have that $20 anymore. And you won't ever remember that 20. But if you buy those wheels, every time you look at those wheels, you are going to remember, those are my wheels. <laughs> <laughs> you have got to be good to yourself. Nice. He's a good salesman. <laughs> One of the best salespeople I've ever met. <clears throat> be good. So I think the message was be good to yourself. Uh-huh. Because no one yeah. else is no one else is looking out for you. Everybody yeah. else, is, you know, and and so in that corporate life, you know, there's only one person really batting for you, and and yeah. I think you you look at HR, you look at yeah. your boss, you look at you know compliance, you look at the other components to it. <clears throat> People that want to kill you in the company for no reason, apparent no apparent reason, but other than that's what they like oh, to do. Thanks. Polit- yeah. right. So you've got politics, you've got, you know, you've got your human resources, which is a land, yeah. you know, you never know when you're going to step on something funny over there. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. You got your boss, your boss's boss. Uh, it's a complicated place to live. You and, have to uh, ask permission if you want to do something. and yeah, You have to ask permission. Mm-hmm. Even if you have a brilliant idea, you could yeah. give it to your boss who's an idiot and it's going to go nowhere. Or you could give it yeah. to your boss and he's, they're an idiot and they're going to ruin it. Uh, yeah. So that creativity, I think the one thing too, Angie, that I found was I was in one job that was so suffocating, so um, such an intense job that all my creativity, everything that I could do for myself for Ken Stearns was mm. put on, was drained every day. There was nothing left at the end of the day. Right. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't really do anything. I couldn't come home right. and write or do anything creative. Everything was, right. you know, my creativity was for strategy decks. Right. Right. And, yeah. Well, that's and like- so, yeah, you know, we, yeah, you know what it's like being in these companies. It's, it's tough. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, your fr- your brain's done, mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm. no room left for Angie. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, back to the the barbecue guy, we have to. You got to be good to yourself, and you know, find you know, find those opportunities where you don't kill yourself at least. Yeah. Um, if you can, and and that's a, one of the ways to slowly get out. That made a difference for me, changing jobs. Uh, into a job that was pretty much a, you know, a, a kind of a dumb job um, mm. allowed my creativity kind of sparked up again. Okay. It, it was there. It bubbled up 
because I wasn't doing corporate stuff. So and it started. Then you found you. And then I found yeah. it was beginning of finding me. Yeah. Beginning of finding me. That is really good. And I think as well, when you're in a, a job working for a company, working for others as well, you no one's indispensable, right? Even though you think you might be, actually, <laughs> you're not, right? Nobody's indispensable. You, you'd be gone. Nobody oh. would nobody would think about you a, a week later, right? Because <laughs> life goes on, right? The, the company goes on. And, it, absolutely. Yeah. The machinery oh. just keeps moving. I, mm. This is one thing, too. If you're sitting there and you're thinking you're in a, you know, the company needs you, I, I can't leave my team, um uh yeah i'm the only one that knows how to do this job yeah uh, bollocks mm. you know it's all mm. bollocks it's all in your head yeah. um and it's yeah. a, it's an it's a coping mechanism in a way though because you have to have you have to have some conversation with yourself to wake up every day angie to go to mm. work right so there is a bit of the cope i think it's okay to have that as a coping mechanism for a while um, and no, but as yeah. long as you know, it's as long as you know, it's the coping mechanism, right? Right. You, you have to do have right. to look, you have to look at yourself sometimes in the mirror and, and you know, say, if I'm dead tomorrow, no one's going to care in a week. Yeah. At the company. So you right? might as well do what you want to do. I think that's do what you want to do. Right. And, yeah, and then exactly. as you said, like today, the technology is there to be able to start your own business, work from anywhere, do your own thing. Uh, you've got complete freedom to do that. There's nothing, there's no excuse not to do it, actually, except for yourself. So you just got to take that leap. I'll you say. just take the leap. And mm. I'm a big fan of momentum. Mm. Mm -hmm. And and I think, you know, I said I had these little different kind of channels with a little bit of, you know, just blowing enough, you know, air behind them to keep them moving. So, you know, you just start, right? Yeah. Just start. Like, like we, we were, Angie and I talked about two days ago, and uh, we talked about, the platform that we're streaming this on recording it on. We talked about an AI channel uh, we're a couple of old birds. And, uh, you know, next thing you know, I've got a, I'm doing AI video <laughs> editing. I've, so I've learned, you know, how to AI video edit. I'm going to learn how to, to use a streamcast. I'm going to start another podcast. Um, just cause it's so, it's so easy. And that's the thing is, this is the beauty of this whole lifestyle as well. It's like, being able to talk with people across the world, like you're in Atlanta, Georgia right now, right? And I'm in Singapore. Yeah. And it's as if we're like next door to each other, basically. Absolutely. We talk to each other. And that is just fantastic. And just being able to learn from people from different different walks of life and different areas and just learning people that have been on different paths. And it's just so inspirational to to be able to do that, right? And And you must be having an absolute ball just doing that. And and doing it face to face with people, I think that's a brilliant idea as well for your podcast. Yeah, it's um, and I've heard so many great stories of people starting out anew and mm. starting out fresh. Um, mm. So there are there's so many good stories of what of what I think your show is about. Mm. You know, giving people that courage, that push mm. to, that you mm. can do it, and there's a mm. way. Mm. Um, and so many and so many inspirational stories out there yeah. people have some crazy ass ideas too some crazy ass ideas I mean, like when i i first started uh, like 20 years ago when i left my job and i started my copywriting business right i had no idea what i was doing i, I, I love that i just properly i just know i wanted no to huh? <laughs> properly no idea absolutely no experience whatsoever running a business no business know-how no knowledge <laughs> 
no model to run off. Nobody in my family had ever run a business, you know. Uh, but the thing about Singapore, actually, is it's you've probably seen for yourself as well. It's very entrepreneurial. Yeah, it's a great place to do. Very this. easy here to set up a business. Yeah. And I knew quite a few people here who had their own business. So I just thought, well, if they can do it, I can do it. Right. So yeah. I went ahead and did it and just made every mistake in the book. And then, <laughs> and then you learn from those mistakes. Right. Absolutely. And then it just strengthens you. And um, for me, it was just a case of if I don't do this and if I don't make a success of this, I, I'm not going to have the freedom for myself to live the life I want yes. further on down the road. So it's like maybe some short term sacrifices but for some long-term gains right so you you definitely have to have again that long-term mm. you know the long-term view mm. to be intentional mm. um to have more than one thing going in the same direction mm. Mm. they might be disparate they may look a little bit weird but as long as they're important to you and you like them mm. you know you know, like I was doing guitar. I sucked at mm. guitar. <laughs> I mean, there was no reason it was going to do anything for me, but I just kept going. And it turned okay. out to be, it turned out to have an impact in where I'm at today. Okay, um, cool. So do a lot of fun stuff that you want to do and do it for yourself. Yeah. 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 I play a little saxophone. So, what? and again, I just picked that up just because I just love the sound. Just love the great. sound of the facts. But the problem is in Singapore, like you're in these little. I was going to say, yeah. That's so loud, right? So I've got, if I could, I can't show you because it's on the other side of the room, but I've my sax is in one of these big plastic boxes and you put your hands through these holes and you play <laughs> and the, the box muffles the sound. So it doesn't deaden the sound. It still sounds like a sax, but it takes the decibels down. So you're not going to annoy the neighbors. It'll oh, that's take great! Respectable level, <laughs> <laughs> because the sax is a real—that's a beautiful sound. Oh, it's beautiful! I love it. Love I played it. trumpet as a kid, so I—I pre- oh, yeah. I totally understand the whole. Um, okay. The whole neighbor effect. Yeah. <laughs> With the trumpet. <laughs> trumpet was obnoxious. I was like, at least the saxophone's beautiful. I mean, the trumpet's just plain. It could be beautiful, but it's it's loud. Right, it's, it's, it's like kids learning to play the violin as well. Like, <laughs> oh, my parents! It can you be know, a beautiful instrument, but no, 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 in the wrong hands. <laughs> in the wrong. <laughs> that's perfectly said. In the wrong hands, it's absolutely in the wrong hands. <laughs> yeah, so that that kind of thing is like, as you say, just do what you want to do, follow your passion, do the things that bring you joy. Yeah, I think as well. And then you mentioned earlier, I think this is so important as well, because a lot of people say follow your passion. But if you want to run a business, you can't just follow your passion, right? It has to be profitable as well. So you have to yeah. find something you're good at, you're passionate about, and we'll make you money. So it's those three together at some yeah, point. And, and, you know, you may need to do, you may need to do some things you don't probably want to do um, mm. to kind of eat. Mm. along the way right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so what am i um i had a good a good friend of mine left left corporate much much longer a long time ago and right. um somebody i call once in a while <clears throat> to have a chat with just a kind of a pick me up chat and also you know he's gonna he's a real hard ass he'll be asking me what about this what are you doing with this you know and he's just he's okay. a great he's a great sounding board but i call him up to get beat up a little bit and he's like what are you doing are you are you are you the wolf 
keeps asking me, what are you doing, wolf? And, and the wolf thing is you have to eat every day. A wolf right. has to eat every day. Right. What, are you doing? what are you eating? You know, he goes, I don't care if it's a bird or a cockroach or you're licking an ant hill. What are you doing? Oh <laughs> and he's great. He's so like, you know, he's, he's, he's quite American, right? He's stripping down and he's just like, what are you, are you eating? What are you eating? How are you finding it? What are you hunting? And, you know, he's very passionate about, I don't care what you're doing. Even if it's a side hustle, you need to eat mm. and you know, you can't just burn your money. In, in my situation, yeah. I'm investing a lot of money into the business. Yeah. Uh, yeah me too. And so, yeah. you know, for, and so for him, it's, it's mm. what are you doing to eat? And, mm. and so it did, this was a good conversation I had a, several weeks ago, a couple months ago. And it did really get me to think about side hustles. What can I do to extend my, you know, my bank account? Right. How do I, you know, how do I keep this going? What else should I be doing? It's a great conversation. That's Great another point. thing as well is having multiple streams of income, as they say, right? So you're not just relying on one thing, yeah. But find different ways to to make money, so that uh, yeah, if something goes down, like like COVID, for example, is a fantastic example, right? When COVID happened, a lot of people were stuck because they only had the one stream of income. You're dead. Mm -mm. And just by the, you know, the government can, you know, make a mandate, can't, can't travel, done. Yeah. Yeah. Out of business. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. I think the single, you know, the single stream is tough. And, and it's also why I talked about, you know, I'm going to do more, more than one podcast because I think, mm. um, you know, one is they, they're easy to do. They're easy mm. to set up. I, I don't want to say, I should say they're easy to start and they're easy to mm. do. Mm. To do it properly, mm -hmm. it, it's a little bit, it's some work. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, behind the scenes, Angie has to meet all of her guests, screen all, screen all the maniacs that want to get on her show. <laughs> I let you through. <laughs> Interview some possibly, possibly less insane people. And then somehow a few, a few of the lunatics like myself get through. <laughs> and, and that there's a lot of work going on behind the scenes. Um, yeah. A lot of time and effort and just, you know, mental, mental thinking about how the show is put together. But you mm. can certainly start tomorrow and start making mistakes. Yeah. Mm. You know. And that's okay. Mistakes are okay. Actually, it's how, it's, it's how you know you're on the road, right? You're like, yeah. you got to start. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that about what you said about just your, your momentum. Uh, momentum is Just starting. Just getting started. Because once you do start things just start to snowball and you you know you, even if you don't it might not go to plan but you'll end up somewhere right and that's the beauty of it is just it's, go where it takes you <laughs> i, I kind of like has everybody everybody's seen i'm sure these videos of icy streets uh -huh. have you ever seen in a car going like on a hill and a car is yeah. going down the hill that's uh -huh. momentum Right. In my book, if I was to, if I was to, if I have, if I, I have a book I'm writing and one of them, one of the titles is mo is about momentum. Right. And if I was to have a visual, it would literally be that. Okay. You know, people running after the car and it's, you know, and it's just kind of going, yeah. and it's, <laughs> you know, and it's just, it's sliding down the hill and it's bouncing off cars and people are running after it going, ah, you know, <laughs> trying to get in it, trying to, and then you watch someone try to hold the car to stop it. And guess what? You can't. It's going. It's already has momentum. Yeah. Yeah. Which and is it's brilliant, right? And it's not pretty. And it's smashing into shit on the way down the hill. It's not pretty, 
but you can't stop it. Well, that's the thing about starting a business is, yeah, it's not pretty. <laughs> it's not pretty. And it's not a straight line. People usually think of success as being a straight line. Now, it's not. It's, it's oh. a roller coaster. <laughs> Well, it looks like it looks like that visual, right? Of literally the car going, the car sliding, yeah. smashing yeah. into a car, and you know, there's yeah. Angie running alongside, going, "No, no, no!" <laughs> Keeps going. Oh dear! And then just to, to change tracks a little bit, when you you mentioned earlier, and this is one of the title of this episode of podcast as well, is the yeah. third act, talking yes. about the third act, which I love. Um, uh, just talk to me a little bit about that, because some people might be feeling, you know, they may be close to retirement, for example, and they've they've done their work yeah. and they're, they're in. And then nowadays as well, of course, people live longer because yes. medical treatments have got better, et cetera. So you may have retired, but you may still have a third or even a half of your life left, right? <laughs> it's what do you do? So talk to me about the third act and what it means for you and why yeah you're doing what you're doing now and that that really was me i i really mm -hmm. was looking at it going you know i'm going to retire at 60 or even 65 mm. right even if i retired at 65 what what am i gonna do mm. um i don't want to be that that person sending you know travel photos you know i'm on a cruise and now i'm going to palm springs <laughs> And, you know, and I'm with friends that aren't really my friends because obviously I didn't hang out with them. Like, I, could be, I mean, I'm sure there'd be some of them would be close friends, but not everybody can be at the same place at the same time. Yeah. People have their lives still. Mm -hmm. um, and even if you're married, you know, what do you, you know, maybe if you're married and you're thinking, what do you do together mm -hmm. in this third act? How can you mm -hmm. come together as a couple? Um, mm. and your third act together, because now you spent all this time doing, going to the office, you know, this way. And, you know, you get in the cars, you both go yeah. this way. Yeah. You know, what yeah. if, how about if you both get in the car and you plan on going to, you know, you're going to go that way. Yeah. Um, that's an interesting topic. actually. It, that's a whole, you could do a whole topic yeah. of, yeah. of third, you know, third couples, couples doing third acts together. Yeah. Um, and yeah. what that looks like and the plan. I, I used to teach, this isn't my teaching days when I was teaching English. I used to teach this uh, Japanese businessman in Singapore and he was close to retirement, but he was based in Singapore, but his wife was in Japan. Okay. And always had been. He'd spent most of his career in different countries, predominantly Singapore. A lot of it was in Singapore. So they had completely separate lives. And he was saying to me, you know, I'm due to retire. I'm due to go back to Japan. And I'm really scared, actually. I'm scared because I know my wife doesn't want me around. <laughs> because she, he would just be in her way. She's built her whole life without him. Right? They've had like Absolutely. 30, 40 years of marriage and he hasn't been around and she's had her own life and she's perfectly fine. And she's getting his paycheck. <laughs> she's, but she's built her own life. So he was, I need to find something that when I go back, I can contribute to that relationship. So he said, I'm going to learn to cook. Beautiful. I'm going to be the what cook in the family. What a clever guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They could open a restaurant together. Yeah, she's like if she's into cook if she's into food. You know, and so I think, you know, for me the that that pondering that question of what does retirement look like and mm. what do I want it, you know, what do I want it to look like? Mm. Uh, and I guess maybe that's the difference for me was I didn't want it to be 
you know, just traveling and kind of just biding my time and waiting for the grandkids to have a yeah. moment when it was the right time to visit. You know, right. I wanted to make sure I had my own life and control of my own life and, and also to contribute. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I think there is, I do want to give back something mm-hmm. um, and I don't want to, you know, I've got a lot of business experience, life experience. I'd love to capitalize on that in a way mm-hmm. for my mm-hmm. own self. Mm. Um, and also just for, for other people, you know, is there something I can share along the way and I can make an impact somewhere? It's like what they say, youth is wasted on the young, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> when you're old, you have so much knowledge and so much to give, <laughs> but then nobody wants to hear it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nobody wants to. Yeah. And, and you know, like hard to get out of bed just to tell someone. <laughs> <laughs> but also the thing is i think as well the idea of retirement is changing yeah, it, because it's for two reasons one i would say is that the um the way society is structured now there are, there are not enough people working to fund retirement in, in the traditional sense absolutely so you can't really retire on the government you know retirement pension plans and things like that and then the other is that I suppose you, you can have your own autonomy and like now with technology, the way it is, you run your own life, you make your own money, you do your own thing. So it's given people in retirement a way to just be able to do something completely different and make money while they're yeah. doing it. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. In- with the knowledge they have. Right. With, right. You don't, yeah. You don't even have to learn anything new. You just apply, <laughs> just leverage what you've got. You've got a huge, yes. you know, you've got huge knowledge and experience when you're yes. 55. Yeah. And when you're 50, depending upon what your career has been. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think there is a, there is a risk too of, of money is not, money's not a real thing when you retire, you know, financial security if you're 60 or 65, you live to be 90. That's a, that's a lot of money. And, mm-hmm. you know, we don't know what inflation is going to be like. Those are, you know, there could be 10 years of hyperinflation. It could wipe out your savings, even if you mm-hmm. think you've got enough. Mm. Yeah. And even um, if you have things like the Lehman Brothers things happening again and you have your life savings wiped out by some kind of fraud or whatever that's. All your planning you've done. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, may not matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's a- one thing as well is that you can't, you can't guarantee anything. You can't see into the future. You can't take yeah. things for granted as well. Right. And I think for, you know, the, a lot of these things aside comes back to, to waking up, you know, when you're waking up in the morning, if you don't, if you're not going to a corporate and you're not, you don't have that Kool-Aid to drink, you don't have that jo- important job where people need you. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you going to do and what's mm-hmm. life going to be like? Try to imagine that, you know, yeah. and, and imagine it with a real lens on, not the, I won't have to go to work. I can just do whatever I want. Yeah. Well, what does that look like? Yeah. And I think it's kind some, of like, yeah, sorry, go ahead. You know, say, just ask those hard questions to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you might be surprised what comes up as well. I think mm. you will. And, you know, mm. have that conversation with your spouse. Yeah. Yeah. What are we I, I had do? it a few days ago, or not a few days ago, a few months ago with a, a, a client. And she came in. I have a, a like a, a VIP day okay. where 
like she can come in and she spends the whole day with me and we thrash out whatever needs to be done in in her business so she's an accountant she runs an accounting firm so I thought she was coming in and we were going to be talking about that. We were going to systemize. That was the plan was that we were going to systemize her business. So okay. it would free up her okay. time. And then, so I just started the day with just saying, what is it you really want? Oh boy. And then she said, <laughs> I want to teach women how to go through menopause. And I was like, okay, well, that's completely out of left field. <laughs> But that was what she wanted. That's what she wants to spend the rest of her life doing. She doesn't want to do accountancy. Right? She wants to spend the rest of her life wow. uh, taking women through this journey and of like accepting who they are and you know through menopause and the change and all that kind of stuff. So doing coaching and training through that. Did that just blow you away? What, I mean, did yeah. that just absolutely, absolutely? And you asked. <sighs> I mean, that's and it just on that one question. What is I mean, it you really powerful want to do? question, right? Mm, mm. Yeah. Had and then at the been... end of the session, because then what we did then is that for the morning we then thought, okay, right, let's so <laughs> let's let's do the system thing. So we're going to free you up <laughs> in your business so yeah, that you've you got time yeah. to work on this now, right? So we do all the system thing for her. And then um, in the afternoon, we then planned out the branding for this idea, this new new thing, her, what her system was going to be within that business. And we came up with the FAB system, F-A-B, and I can't oh. remember what they stand for now. But um, So she was basically training around uh, diet, exercise, and mental health, basically. Those were the three things that she was working on. So we devised all of that and planned all that out. And then at the end of the day, she burst into tears because she and it was just tears of happiness she said because finally i can see where i'm going now and now i know this is what i want to do magic yeah <clears throat> magic moment it was amazing it was really amazing that is so magic yeah and that's it just from doing what you want to do and not what somebody tells you you should do because like, there's a lot of people that are stuck in jobs where their parents have told them they should do this and you know, they've ended up in that you're in a country full of people like that <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know so many people who have got law degrees and haven't, <laughs> haven't trained, haven't worked as lawyers. <laughs> or doctors, like, I mean, Singapore yeah. doctor, lawyer, I'm trying to think doctor, lawyer, that's about it, right? After that, there's nothing. After that, you're a shame. <laughs> oh, Whoa. my God. So, it's, yeah, so it's, yeah, be you, be you. Be, I, that's funny, You, I mean, that story is it's interesting because I had a similar reaction when I finally quit <clears throat> and I really quit my job and, you know, man, that night, you know, I was just overwhelmed with emotion. Yeah. Okay. It's powerful, you know, right. But was yeah. it a good feeling or was it scary or, Oh, you know, ab absolutely. Like you said, like the tears of joy, right. Tears, okay. You know, but also tears of, you know, fear like also fear and expectation um what have i done <laughs> what have i done you know absolutely a whole lot of what have i done a whole lot of what have i done and that's so terrifying um letting go is terrifying and then mm. doing it doing it publicly yeah i, I yeah. was really quite public about what i was doing and where i was going and what right. i was going to do okay and you know people would think i was a friggin' madman 
I was leaving corporate life, you know, and I was going to go start a podcast and drive around America. I mean, the people in Vietnam thought I was completely lost my mind. <laughs> it was it, it was more about poor Ken that, oh, he's doing such a brave thing. It was like, oh, poor man's lost his mind. It's completely <laughs> gone fatty. So it's again different perspectives, right? <laughs> it's funny, right? The different, pers- totally different perspectives. For me, it like, was something completely different, right? Uh, Terrifying, then, joyful. With your questions as well, and people have different perspectives on what the question means. We all have different views, right? Coming out of things from different angles. Yes, and the, I think it's a good uh, kind of something to point out that I've seen during the jar. Um, as different as we are, and as different, even we interpret the questions different, um, Angie, that there's like this bell curve of, mm-hmm. you know, and in the middle is this human stuff. Right. And we're so close on human stuff, you know, mm-hmm. about love and karma, um, acceptance, forgiveness, compassion. We all have really very tight, close feel like, opinions and we're not really far apart on the important stuff in society Mm. you know we've given the fringe have have got the spotlight and the megaphone somehow we've we've let the idiots get control of the of the of the microphone system and the the streamcast systems (laughs) yeah yeah we've somehow the asylum idiots have got into the control room and and are running the controls right now um the reality is we don't hate each other. We're not a divided society. We yeah. are the humans are and you 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 do this, you you call up strangers and you meet people from on the other yeah. side of the planet it's and you fantastic. find out it's we're fantastic. you know, we might disagree on politics or um some you know, some things, but the core stuff, the stuff that matters, when the world's yeah. on fire, you know, when when everybody comes together, together, right? We're we're, we're, we're pretty close yeah. to each other actually. Yeah. I mean, you just have to see, for example, the earthquake that's happened recently and how yes. people have come together to help with that. Right? It's, Don't care what know, country it's like, in. It's amazing. You know, mm. everybody sees a, you see a baby coming out of rubble yeah. and, you know, we all yeah. kind of figure out, oh, yeah, we're human. Yeah. Yeah. And what, ma- what truly matters. What truly right? matters. Yeah. Babies. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, we have had a great conversation. <laughs> I, I hope I hope the audience got what they were coming for. Um, I hope so. I think so. It's been um it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And it's just so <clears throat> inspiring, I think, to see, you know, that for people that you can one, you can leave the corporate job and there is a life after it and you can make make it work how you want to make it work and you've yes. got the complete freedom to do so. And also, if people are facing retirement, that third act, also, you can build that the way you want. Yeah, what are you going to do? And, yeah, and you're, you... the, you're the illustration of that, basically, right? Yeah. Hmm. All Just right. be intentional. Yeah. So if, if people want to learn more about you, Ken, where can we send them to? Yeah, just go to um, the, the main website is www dot the jar dot live so just the jar okay. dot live and okay. there's all kinds of links uh, especially in the upper right corner to youtube shows we did a couple of netflix kind of a thing it's kind of cute um we first started the interviews are there the podcasts are there and everything you can find yeah. everything you you want to find out there okay 
and we can start to learn about your 444 questions. <laughs> we should we should finish with a question. Oh God, go on. <laughs> Angie, I'm gonna pull you out a question. I'll do one too. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm pulling it out. Oh all right, Angie, here's your question. Okay. It's a do, do, do you meditate? Did someone teach you or did you learn it on your own? Mm. Are you yeah, are you a meditator? I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not. I'm I'm okay. So part of it is I don't know if when you were living here you heard of this phrase a canchong spider. No. Did you ever hear that? No. I've been called that a few times. <laughs> so it's basically someone running around and here like a headless chicken kind of thing. So I'm I'm I I try to learn to relax and I think I'm better at it today than I used to be. But generally I find I have to be doing things. Mm. And if you like, okay, I'll give you an example of it's not really meditation, but it's with my daughter. My daughter took up yoga. And I thought, well, I'll go with her and I'll do yoga with her because that'll be good for me as well. And I'll keep me Absolutely. active. Absolutely. Yeah. Know. No. Well. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you have an ACDC shirt on. <laughs> Nothing says chaos more than ACDC. <clears throat> okay. So we know. Now, my experience, Angie, is the jar never, the jar is quite prophetic. There's always uh -huh. there's a reason every not a reason every card, but quite often there's a message in the cards. <laughs> Meditate. <laughs> no, honestly, right. I did the yoga with my daughter, right? And I'll tell you what the hell this ended up. So we, we hired a private yoga teacher and she was teaching my daughter and I went along to the lessons and my daughter was like managing it all perfectly fine. And I'm like, <laughs> this hurts. Oh, oh it's not easy. <laughs> And also, it's just so slow. Yeah, like, that's, so this isn't that's, for me. The that's the point. No, but you know what I do instead? <laughs> I do okay. boxing. Oh, okay. That's more your style. That's my style. Okay, yeah, my that's fun. <laughs> oh, <laughs> too funny. So your question, what's your question? What's the easiest way to truly and impactfully help others hey nice one hmm yeah. i think um well I, then i i mean i know because that's what i'm doing uh which is listen oh. and yeah. i think the power of i have learned the power of you know listening um and hearing and allowing people to tell their story it's mm. you're doing it mm. i mean mm. you feel it it's impactful yeah yeah that's impactful yeah and it's like um i say like with my copy i was just talking to a client this morning about this with my copywriting business she was saying well should we do interviews with our people uh, via email or do we do it on zoom and i said definitely on zoom because i mm. need to be able to hear yes. their story i need to hear what they're saying and that when they say something, it brings up something else. So then I can yeah. ask the next question and delve deeper. If we did that yeah. in email, there's no way you'd get oh. that information. Oh, God, not by email. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dreadful. yeah. <laughs> thanks well, for, ha I love, thanks I for having your, me on. Yeah, I love your ideas and I love the, the, the jar thing. It's absolutely fantastic. I'm going to check that out. 
And so where are you heading off to next? Where's the next? Yeah. So I'm here in Atlanta and um, I'll be actually, I haven't done my Atlanta interviews yet. So I'm I'm on a kind of a little sabbatical, kind of a little creative break. I'm trying to write, I'm trying to do some writing or at least sketch out uh, my next book. And, um, and then also maybe start another podcast. Nice. So do you find your, your days are very relaxed and slow and intentional in that way? Yeah. 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 Right now they're very, um, have little pieces of, of, you know, work that I'm doing and I just got a little block time for, you know, spend a bit of time on this, a bit of time on this and a bit of time on this. And at the end of the day, I've got, you know, if I've still got some brain power left, um, it's actually sometimes a good time to start doing the creative part is I'm a little bit, my brain is a little bit, I, I, I do good on both when I'm fully charged. And then also when I'm completely dead brained. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Because then the noise is gone. Right. The squirrels have gone to sleep. So okay. if, if I, if I can find, if I can find myself, my, my voice, um, it will come out. A lot of the words will come out really easily. I can oh. write. I can write quite um, effectively. Okay. Yeah. I find first thing in the morning. If I get up early in the morning, then I yeah. re- I'm really productive. Yeah, I am productive in the morning. But there are those those spots you can tap into when you're tired. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Creative <laughs> spot. Because then the no- like I said, the noise is gone. Yeah. Okay. Because when you're sharp in the morning, you're very productive. You're very, um, it's very sequential, very listy, very productive. Mm. Tick the box, crank mm. the emails. Mm. You know, d- 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 it's very busy. Like you, like mm. you were saying before. You know, you're this is your mind. Mm. But when all that's kind of gone down, you're kind of you, 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 that power is gone. There's another. There's another reserve there. Right. You can tap into. Actually, when I think about it, yeah, because I think like when I was very first starting my business and I transitioned slowly from a full-time job right. into, and so I had the business as a sideline at first. Nice. And um, so but then I was working around the clock, right? <laughs> so, Not nice. <laughs> so then I would have um, – like sparks of creativity first thing in the morning, do yeah. something then, go to work, come home. And then in the late in the evening, I was when I would do most of the copywriting because that was the only time really I had to do it. Oh, yeah. And yeah, you have things to be came out. Huh? Yeah, and you have to be, fo- you have to have a quiet have to, mind yeah. to do quiet because mm-hmm. you really have to dig into the topic. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It, so it's, yeah. I, I think reminds myself that some of the, my best stuff is later when I'm, when yeah. I'm and then the next day you read it and you're like, yeah, that was really good. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming on. And yeah. Uh, yeah so we'll check out the jar.live and people can learn more about you there as well. And thanks Angie for having okay. me on. Thank you, Ken. All okay. Right. Bye everybody. Bye. Okay, that's it for this episode. And if you've enjoyed it, then just press like and um, share it with others and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode in future. I would love to have you back. Uh, you can also check out my offers on angedove.com. That's A-N-G-E-D-O-V-E.com. And if you'd like to inquire about coaching with me just to get that business built and fast track your success in doing that, then you can get on a call with me and that's at angedove.com forward slash 
apply, A-P-P-L-Y. I'd really love to speak to you on the call.